Today's episode is brought to you by Quip. Quip is going to get your teeth looking so good. Also, today we're brought to you by Factor. After you eat those good Factor meals, you're going to need that Quip. I'm saying it all ties together. Let's jump into this podcast. Hello, everybody. It's time for Ghost and Friend Dog. Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the episode of Gags and Crendo in the morning. Wow. Wow. You Mario'd your way out of reality there for a minute. You like jumped on one of those star kids and zipped away. Wow! 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 Um. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? I have another story for you. Oh boy! Of the intersection of doom. All right. Perfect. This is ep- so, yeah. uh, episode four, three, four, five. <laughs> I don't even know how many. Count. It keeps it keeps <laughs> happening. Somehow it keeps happening. So, I'm getting ready to pull out of this intersection. And as I go to turn, a dude in his giant ass pickup truck, by the way, LA, there's no reason for a pickup truck, especially my part of LA, giant ass, like F-150 thing, <laughs> pulls up um, in the turning lane. So he's trying to turn down my road, and I'm waiting to go because there's people walking across the crosswalk, so I can't do anything. Just as those people get a little bit beyond where that guy's truck is. Mm-hmm. The car that's behind him, I guess because he's not turning fast enough, this woman in the car behind him pulls out around him, and as I go to turn, she comes into my lane to try and get around him, stops because she almost hits me, <laughs> and then begins to honk her horn at me like I'm <laughs> even remotely the problem here. So now she's in the wrong, she's in like oncoming traffic, <laughs> honking at me. The dude in front of her finally turns, and she's upset because now she has to back up and then go back into the lane because other cars have moved into the lane where she was. So if she just would have waited, would have been fine. She's honking at me to move, and I'm like, no. <laughs> and I just stood there waiting for her. I'm in my car like, come on, let's go. She finally backs up, and then as I drive by, she gives me the finger, and I'm like, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. And this has been another story from the intersection of doom. Man, there's got to be. This is. I wonder how long the intersection of doom will continue. Like it's just it goes Forever. for eternity. Forever. <laughs> I'm convinced because one, it is uh, vacation season, so oh, a lot yeah. of people coming to LA. Two, all the new apartments that just opened up near me. Three, there's several hotels that have opened up near me. So now I have all these people from out of town. All these people who live in apartments who, again, the apartments that open up are not cheapo apartments. These are $6,000 for a one-bedroom apartment. (laughs) Let me explain. There's no reason why I would ever live there and why anyone should ever live there. $6,000 for a one-bedroom in L.A. is too much. And so these are people that have too much money and not enough sense. So, of course, they're going to be in trouble. (laughs) And so you combine that with tourists plus people that don't give a shit plus it's close to the water? Come on, dude. It's over for me. This entire area is like... They even... This is n- not even a joke. Um, Down the street... I'm not sure how far away it is from me, but like 
towards Venice Beach. They straight up have a new bar that opened. It's a self-serve bar. What? There are all these taps in the walls, and you pay for the glass, and then you just drink. Interesting. I've never been in there. I don't know how it works, but I imagine it results in a lot of drunk-ass people. <laughs> and so that just adds to it. This whole area, there was... um. Today I was filming with my mom, and there is a bar that is very close to us. And as we were driving back to drop her off so that I could then come back, come right back to the office <laughs> and uh, record this with you, as we were leaving, there was this, uh, I'm going to say, scantily clad young lass <laughs> who was at this bar, and she was there with her friends, and I guess they were having a party, but they're all in like, yeah, she was not like she bent over to like look at a thing and it was like, oh, I see everything. Oh, okay. Like she was wearing yeah. very little. But what was funny about it is all these girls were in their bikinis at this bar and they were, I guess they were having a party and they were trying to like, they bought a giant, I don't know what kind of part this was, but they bought a giant balloon that was in the shape of a rose. And it was really windy, and the blue just kept, like, whacking them all in the face, <laughs> and they couldn't pin it down to the ground. So I'm sitting there watching them try to get this balloon down on the ground, and it's these two women who are trying to get it. Meanwhile, there's a dude standing right there who's in their group, like, sipping a martini. Where like <laughs> It was just watching them, like, ah, it was – all I'm saying is this town's amazing. This town's so <laughs> wild, and I don't even – I can't even stress how wild this town is. I love I every minute. I've been the martini man, but with a wine glass instead. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. These these women are just getting whacked in the head with this damn giant ass rope. And I thought it was really funny. That is pretty good. That's, uh, I was going to say, I think I I tried something similar because I was at a, what was it, like a month or so ago? I went to the Chicago Comic Con thing, which is a much smaller Comic Con than, you know, San Diego one, but. Uh, they have a mall near there and it's like a fashion outlet mall and they had like a you get a beer cup and you fill it up i think it's like a much smaller scale of what you're describing they give you a card and you take the card and you put it in the tap you want and then it like starts pouring and it's like it's like a gas station where it's like one dollar two dollar three dollar it shows your ounces poured that i mean that might be what it is again i've never been inside i can only from a distance see the inside where all the taps are in the wall and yeah. on the outside they advertise that it's like you know you pour your own drinks which is <laughs> all right yeah because that it makes sense it works like that because then they then they're like return your card into the little card return thing and then they charge you for however much you put on the card and they're like if you don't return right. your card we, we charge you five bucks and you're like because oh, some people are probably like ah card and then they just walk away uh so yeah that, that was interesting i also thought hmm. you uh well, I didn't think you said earlier too much money, not enough sense. And I just thought of like every YouTuber and Twitch streamer. Yo, that's how I <laughs> absolutely feel. But what's interesting is that a lot of those I have for some time been obsessed with the fact that there's a significant I'm not gonna say portion, I don't know if demographic is the right word either, but there's a sizable group of streamers on Twitch who's Entire social media presence is, I'm taking another vacation, I'm headed off to this place, I'm doing this thing, and it always blows me away. I can't figure out how they manage that. Like, I can't figure out <laughs> what, how do you maintain a stream and go on vacation? How do you do that? And then I realized that they film all of their vacation. When they're oh, on yeah. a vacation, they have a streaming backpack, and they stream the entire time, and I'm like, yep. 
what? <laughs> yeah, Wait, what? It's really less a vacation and more just them constantly streaming in a different place. That's insane to me. I do not understand it at all. At all. Yeah, I would not do it. Uh, and I would probably go crazy if I had to. It's, right? <laughs> it seems it seems wacky that it's like, I'm going to take time off. And by that, I mean, I'm going to bring my work with me. It's just as bad as when like, I definitely was like that for a while. And I, and I realized how insane that is. And now I don't even bring a computer with me when I go on vacation. When I, like a great example, even though it's not vacation, when I go to see you in two weeks, by the way, Cox and Crendor live <laughs> happening in less than two weeks yep. in Chicago, August 12th. Be there. Get your tickets at coxandcrendor.com. Bam. Woo. Nailed it. Um, when I go to see you, I won't bring a single, I'll have my phone and that's it. My phone <laughs> doesn't have anything on it. Um, I don't bring anything. I'm, I disconnect when I leave. Right. It's just the thing I do. I purposefully walk away from technology just to like reset. And so when I see people who, you know, I, was, I saw this one girl was posting photos of like, I'm in Greece. Greece is amazing. And I was like, that's so good for her. And then she's like, come stream with me in Greece. I'm like, what? No. <laughs> no, don't do that. Well, I feel like. Just part- enjoy Greece. I feel like part of the reason they're doing it is they're like, oh, I can like live stream and I can travel around. And that way it's kind of like you're, quote, working, but they're also going to travel. So they're probably writing everything off. And so like literally they're I mean, like, oh, I'm fine. just on a constant that's... business vacation. <laughs> yeah, that's fine to travel and write stuff off and like do it. But it seems like every time I look at their social media presence, and this is for a lot of people, they're always somewhere. Right. And I'm right. like, how do you. How are you successful at this? Oh, I was just talking to Sips about this on our power washing uh, series. Mm-hmm. Uh, so me and Sips do a power washing series where we power Love wash that. in the power wash Love sim that. and just talk. It's essentially just a podcast. Uh, and so we were talking about that and he was like, you know, these people like on Instagram and they're posting like, I'm in Greece, I'm in Mexico, I'm on the beach, I'm here. And he's like, do you think they just get tired of it? Because he was like, you know, it's like you have all these other influencers being like, I'm in Greece, I'm in Mexico. And they're like, no, I have to be like the top travel person. Like, I got to be number one. And they like start competing to the point where like they're not even enjoying it. They're just like, I got to go back to like a different place. I got to get back there so I can take pictures there and I got to go. You know what I mean? It's got to drive you crazy. There is a bit of that hustle to, to keep up with people. The idea that if you show how successful you are the flaunting of it people will uh, you know be more into what you're doing mm-hmm. which i guess has some validity to it when you see people who are like got my new watches or have and everyone thinks like oh man this guy's must be important right cuz he's, <laughs> he's showing off his way it's yeah. very uh paul brothers oh yeah <laughs> style of doing things so it's like i'm going to show off all my money or um Mr. Beast's low-key flexes that he does all, although they're pretty high-key, but every time he makes a video, he's like, all right, so I have $100,000, and I'm going to give it away, this video. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's his whole thing. Okay. Yeah, all right. And everyone's like, wow, he's so nice. It's like, yeah, I mean, I get it, but the reason you're tuning in isn't because he's giving away 10 bucks. It's because he's giving away $100,000, <laughs> yeah. and you're blown away by the amount of money he's giving away. Right. That's what it is. Yeah, and that's his thing. Like it, yeah, and he's very he has a hundred million subscribers. Yeah, 
<laughs> so it makes it like checks out. It makes sense. But people aren't watching. If I made a video series where I went around and gave people ten bucks, people would be like, "Well, that's sweet." Yeah, but they wouldn't subscribe, <laughs> and they definitely wouldn't care. Yeah, and I feel like most of those people, there's a part of them that's like, maybe I can get some of that Mr. Beast money. You know, I imagine he has a lot of hangers on. Oh yeah, I've thought about this for a while. Every time <laughs> I, I think I saw one of his videos, where at the beginning it's him like in a room planning with some friends. And there was just, like, so many people in there who were doing nothing. It <laughs> reminds me of a couple doors down here at the office, the the Dobrik people. David Dobrik, whatever his name is, he, his uh, editors, as far as what they told me, his editors worked down there. And the one time I went in that room, that office, uh, it was, like, 20 people and two people actually editing. <laughs> Everyone else was standing around chatting talking about dogs and stuff and one girl was like doing her nails and i was just like wow <laughs> this is premium hangers on like these are people that what are they being paid for are all these people being paid or are they just kind of like around they aren't even around the star they're around his editor it was crazy <laughs> that's like crazy the old uh, to maker me. studios too full maker studios <laughs> it reminded me of that completely where there's just like three or four people doing everything and then Dozens of people sitting around just coasting. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, man, YouTube world is weird. <laughs> it is very weird. I am constantly blown away by how just bizarre the whole experience is. Yeah, it's uh, like I said, I'm I just always I just want to be in the middle. Always in the middle for me. Just the, you know, not too small that you're irrelevant, not too big that you got to deal with, like, oh, everybody follows every word you say and they're trying to, like, look you up, like, oh, he said this thing and, oh, he's got, like, whatever, you know, nice, good middle ground. I, I mean, is that what you're striving for? Yes. <laughs> A consistent, slightly above average middle ground. That's the best. Why? What, what are you, what are you striving for? I mean, I'm striving for a a personal success that, like, if I had to be real, if I had to be absolutely truthful with you, I want the Hans Gruber. I want to be on a beach earning 20% <laughs> and doing absolutely nothing for it. <laughs> That's the dream. Right. And, I mean, like, and I've always said this. If I had, if I won the lottery, like the big, what was it, like 1.2 billion or some insane oh, number yeah. recently? Obviously, the government takes half. Whatever, that's fine. Right. So I have 500 million dollars to spend. I'm taking 100 million of that and just like putting it away, and and like that is for whoever comes after me, right? <laughs> that's right. that's wealth, uh, you know. And if I die, I give it to my cousin or some shit. Doesn't matter. <laughs> and then, uh. The other 400 million, that is like buying a house, like taking care of my family, taking care of my friends. Everyone gets some bucks. Everyone's getting some money. Here, boom. You're on the payroll. Everyone have some cash. Uh, buy like the most decadent, ridiculous mansion. Nonsense. Just spend money because F it. <laughs> then take some of the money that's left from that and like, you know, make the game I've always wanted to make. And then a very small portion of that. I don't know, like, uh, we'll say 10 million. I'm going to invite every friend who wants to come and be like, we're going to Vegas. 
When we get there, we're dividing the money equally. You cannot leave with money. <laughs> I don't care what you spend it on. I don't care how you spend it. You cannot leave with money. You have two days. Let's go. That's it. That's what it'd be like. <laughs> I'd be like, we're blowing $10 million in two days. Let's go. That is a, that is a movie if I've ever seen one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love, I want the experience. I've never had that kind of money as like FU money. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to have massive FU money, I need to have a moment of just like, we're going to Vegas. We're spending all this. Let's go. It's funny because like, I feel like instantaneously people think like, oh, they're going crazy. They're like, there's like a go to a club and they're partying. They're like throwing cash to people. There's like women dancing. Like in my mind, I was like, dude, I'd go to like the best restaurant. I'd be like, this is mine for tonight. Three Michelin star. You just walk in. It's like a private thing. You're like only, only me in this restaurant. And they're like, ah, yes, right away. That's what I'm saying. You could do whatever you wanted. I expect some people would just go to like a nice tailor or something and get like a great suit. It does not matter to me. That the sounds like something is, Davis would do. Yeah, and even then, <laughs> if people who are like, oh, I'm going to go gamble. And if if you won and you won a bunch of money, if you won, if you went with a million and won four million, I'd be like, you must spend that before. <laughs> yeah. We are not leaving until all your money is gone. Yeah. I don't care if you won money. Yeah, you can't gamble put, and keep it. Yeah, but I will say, but I'd make I'd make bets. I'd be like, all right, if you put that four million on one bet, and you win, then you can keep it. <laughs> right? You gotta <laughs> yeah. challenge them. You gotta, yeah. you gotta, That'd you know. Be cool. Yeah, like if you wanna, if you if you wanna win a bunch of money, go for it. I, but you gotta spend it right now. So find the place <laughs> you're betting. Take a look. Find a place you're betting, and let's do it. Like, you can play cards. You can go all in on one hand. Fine. Yeah. But you got to get rid of that. <laughs> and if they won, then I'd be like, fair is fair. Take that money. Go live your life. Yeah. No, that's great. I'd love that. And then uh, nobody nobody could film anything because it's like oh, yeah. you said. No filming. No nothing. If people <laughs> want to get debased, that's fine. No <laughs> complaints at all. I would rent the best hotel room I could find in the entire thing, and we'd all just like... This is our home base. Everyone has to report back here and leave a little note saying you're alive. <laughs> but other than that, I don't care what the hell you do. I don't even need to you don't even need to be around me. I don't even need to see you. If you want to like ditch me and go like find a bunch of hookers, I don't care. I'm not going to judge cuz I've never had this kind of money, and frankly, if I did, I'm not sure what I would do either. So go nuts, you crazy kids. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would also, uh, I would just try to buy the most expensive wine. Just drink that. See how it is. Try the most expensive, like, coffee. Like, this coffee's from the coffee lands. Have you ever been to (laughs) Vegas? Uh, no. But I was going to go because my friend Nick lives there. And he wants to go on, like, a food tour. You tell Nick that if... If you're going to Vegas, I would in a million. I would go to Vegas so quickly, <laughs> just to experience Vegas with you specifically. Oh yeah, no, he wouldn't care. I bet it. you would have a wild time in Vegas. Oh, probably, just watching all the people. Yeah, I mean, it's all people watching. It's, oh yeah, that's all it is: <laughs> people watching and then gambling while actually watching people. <laughs> yeah, no, I I agree. 
Those are that's my favorite thing is people watching and eating. There's so many great restaurants and like there's a lot of shows. Most of them suck, to be honest. Yeah. But there's some like fun, interesting ones. But most of the time it's just drunkenly wandering around the desert at two AM being like, Where's that food place we were talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that would that'd be great. He wouldn't care either. He'd be like, nice. So, I don't know. So, yeah. I mean, like, anything happened to you this week? Uh, Let's see. Uh, I went to the dentist because my one tooth was kind of aggravated. And then they were like, oh, you still have a tooth infection. Because it was one of my root canal teeth. And I was like, oh, geez. Uh, so, they were like, all right. Uh, I think I have to go back in a few weeks. He's going to, like, clean out my root canal and, like, put some medicine in there or something. But they are like, here's a... They gave me a week of, uh, what do you call it? antibiotics. And so I'm not, I'm on day four of those, but like they're kind of, they're kind of, you know, beating up my digestive system. <laughs> so listen, I already get my, my IBS and stuff. And that just, it just makes it worse. I like had a, I was getting like, like the first day I took them, I was like, all right, no, I'm doing all right. Second day I was like, oh, I had like some abdominal pain cramping. I was just like, ugh. And then it felt a little better yesterday. It was like 30% better. Today is like 10% better. But I still got that kind of like bloated kind of ugh feeling. I started taking probiotics to like, so I like take my antibiotic. Then I wait a little bit. And I take the probiotic because like they're going to get killed off. But apparently it helps. So I do that to see if it, you know, gives me any, uh, any help. <laughs> I'll take whatever help I can get. Uh, so I've been doing that. Just, you know, I'm halfway there. Halfway there with my antibiotics, and some there's people like oh, I've t- I took antibiotics. They messed up my digestive system for like years. I'm like, well, I've taken antibiotics before. It's not like I haven't taken them before. Like it's a new thing. And it's not like I'm taking some crazy antibiotic. And I'm taking it for like a month. It's literally just like a moxicillin. It's like penicillin for like a week. Uh, you always get people like that, just like uh, you're like, oh, I have uh, my arm hurts. Like my arm hurt, and I had to get it cut off. And you're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, like every I mean, time. I mean, damn. I'm sorry that happened to you, but that's I'm referring to just this arm pain that I have momentarily. <laughs> but that's I think that's the problem with Twitter. Twitter is a platform where you're supposed to tweet. It's designed for like little tiny thoughts. Yeah. The problem is it's morphed into you can't have little tiny thoughts because if you have a little tiny thought without expounding upon it, people will jump on you for just existing. <laughs> yeah, or everybody has their crazy story. Like, oh, my brother's friend's sister had antibiotics. She hasn't been the same for 10 years. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's neat. I guess I'll just live with my infected tooth then. Yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> well, I okay. heard the antibiotics. Why do they have to be antibiotics? Why can't they just bi- be biotics? Hmm? Dude, I was saying. Are you against biotics, Crendor? <laughs> uh, you know, biotics. We, we might just have to go full on biotic. No anti, no pro. <laughs> just biotic. Yeah. Just biotic. <laughs> no probiotics, no antibiotics, just biotics. <laughs> See, I also had the theory the the night I started taking the antibiotics, like I you know, I was a couple and I was feeling all right. I had Panda Express. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why I did it. Part of me thinks that was the ultimate antibiotic. Is that what you've been on about the last few days you're just like this Panda yeah, it Express cuz like uh listen, the one time I had my gallbladder out four it was like four and a half years ago. I remember a few months after that, I had Panda Express, and the entire left side of my colon hurt for like a day and a half. 
<laughs> and now, then it went away. You, now, that was just con- put it out there. Right. Could it be because Panda Express is in fact quite bad? Oh, probably. Well, like it's also it could have just been my body hadn't adjusted yet. Like it was was used to having a gallbladder to help break down fats, and it was a lot of fat, and then my body adjusted eventually. But like. Uh, I don't, all I know is that one time I remember I ate it. I remember it was whenever the some like British royal event happened. It was like Prince Harry got married or the Queen did a thing. I don't know, but I remember watching what? that being some like British oh. thing. <laughs> I remember watching that being like, oh my colon. And I was drinking like ginger tea and peppermint tea. And I was whatever, and then the only thing that helped was just sleep, and then eventually it was like better. But it kind of felt like that, but in like a. It was like in my lower right area. And I was like, oh, God, the Panda Express probably did it again. It was probably, normally I got my biotics, right? But since I killed right. off my biotics, the Panda Your Express. Your antibiotics, yeah. Yeah, it just it. took over. And all my good bacteria weren't there to beat up the Panda Express. And boom, yeah, it just you, hit. You, you, you took those probiotics and the antibiotics counterbalanced the probiotics. And you yeah. had no biotics. Exactly. That was no it for biotics. You. And so, (laughs) and so, uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's been better. And then part of me, I like, obviously you go on the internet, like (laughs) you write like lower right abdomen irritant and they're like appendicitis. And I'm like, Oh God, do I have to get my appendix out? And then, uh, you know, luckily it doesn't seem like it's appendicitis. (laughs) So that's good. Uh, that is, that is good actually. Yeah. That is good. Um, so now I'm just kind of, you know, a little, little bloated, a little like, bleh, but it's not, it's better than what it was. So I'm, you know, just kind of cruising, waiting for, waiting for it to be done. And then my probiotics to keep helping. Yeah. I got to get those probiotics. Got to get those in. probiotics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's pretty much been my week. It's been fun. Wow. Sounds great, man. Yeah. Sounds so good. Yeah. Very fun. Well, you know, what can help with your probiotics. What? I, that's actually not true. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think toothbrushes do that. But you know what? <laughs> They'll help your it teeth to not get infected. I guess I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it can't hurt. <laughs> Quip. Quip is the best way to get yourself started on the path to better oral care health. It is truly one of the easiest ways to get in those two minutes of brushing that you you should be doing every single day, morning, night. Come on. It, it, it start, start taking care of yourself a little bit better. All of these routines that we're trying to do in order to, to change for the better, a smile is the easiest one. Trust me. As a fat dude, trust me. It is the easiest one. Quip makes it easy, just like it has done for over 7 million mouths. With sonic vibrations, with 30-second pulses that guide you kind of like in quadrants of a mouth so you can get that two-minute clean. It's lightweight, has a sleek design for adults and kids. No wires, no bulky charger to weigh you down. It has a multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter. You can get an upgrade to your Quip with the new smart motor, track and improve your brushing with the free Quip app, earn amazing rewards like free refills and products like uh, Target gift cards and more. Plus, beyond the brush, they've got anti-cavity toothpaste, two ways to floss with string and floss picks, 
refillable gum that's sugar-free, this long-lasting mint flavor. It's great. Plus, refillable mouthwash with a four times concentrate. In addition to all of that, plus the brush heads, you can get them all from just $5 every three months. Shipping is free, so you can save money, skip the hustle and bustle of the store. It is so simple to do. The stylish electronic toothbrush is just 25 bucks, and from that point on, every three months, from $5. If you get your quip, you should do it at getquip.com slash crendor right now. Get that first refill free. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash crendor. That's me. Quip It's the Good Habits Company. Also today, we're brought to you by Factor. I don't know about you, but summer's for relaxing, not... not Messing around with the grocery store. I got to go through the intersection of doom to get there. I'd rather just have those groceries delivered to me. And more importantly, you can get all of those meals, all the things like the extras, like meats and good drinks and all sorts of things sent to you by Factor. Factor is the meal that uh, made my dad oh so happy. They would get that. They would get the fish constantly. Factor makes it easy to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And everything in between With fresh, never frozen meals That are so delicious you won't believe They're actually nutritious Feel good all summer long With calorie smart or keto options Expertly portioned to keep you on track Towards your goals And perfectly satisfied Factor now offers 32 meals a week Including 11 keto options Plus all sorts of seasonal add-ons You can get things like uh, something that I Love is they have uh, like little pancake options that you can add for breakfast. Ooh. Huge fan, huge fan. New gourmet meals uh, make eating at home so much extra special. If you got a busy summer ahead, no worries. Factor is flexible. Change your order up every single week from four meals to 18 meals to you can even take some time off. It's fine. That's how they roll. Factor is so simple. And Everything is done in just two minutes. You can't really beat that. Two minutes, maybe 30 seconds here or there if you want to, like, crank up the heat a little bit more. It's fine. Their registered dietitians and expert chefs work hand-in-hand to create the meals that you can feel good about every day putting in your body. They got vegan, veggie, keto, calorie-smart options, cold-pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, veggie sides, and more to keep you fueled. And honestly, I love it. Head to go.factor75.com slash cox120. That is go.go.factor7575.com slash cox120 and use code cox120 for $120 off. That's go.factor75.com slash cox120 to get 120 off with code cox120. All right, Grendel, let's go to Travis Cummins, guys. Grendel, I was like, driving it out there. Oh boy, traffic. It's, you know, it's traffic, all right, just as it always is. It makes me realize, you know those traffic people on the the actual news shows? Like, that job's got to get boring fast. You're just like, oh, here they go again, cars. Yeah, but they're up in a helicopter, so that's got to be fun. Yeah, it's fun, but it's like anything. It's fun for a while. Is that not fun for you being up in the helicopter? Well, uh, you know, it's it's fun for a while, and it just kind of becomes... You're bored of the helicopter? uh, You know, I'm not like... I'm not bored of it, but I'm not having as much fun you as I did. You're saying start. every week you go up in a helicopter and you're bored? I would be so excited to go up in a helicopter every yeah, week. Yeah, well, you haven't, you haven't done it. 
You haven't done it every week, all right? You don't you're know. just jaded, man. You you changed. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I have. Back to you. <laughs> uh, okay. That traffic guy's losing it. <laughs> yeah, that guy kind of an asshole. <laughs> Let's go to weather. Weather. Uh, weather time. We've got a weather request from, uh, where is it? The YouTube.com Cox and Crandor podcast. Uh, here we had a weather request. Bjorko, Sweden. On the Ooh, island, Bjorko. there is a heritage site for Burka, one of the oldest cities in Sweden, which was renowned as a Viking trading town. Bjorko. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. How do I spell this? I'm going to look up this trading This town. is... Do they have like an old Bjorko? There it is. Bjorko. Bjorko. Whoa, that is not how... I mean, I guess BJ Orko <laughs> is how you would spell it, right? Yeah. Bjorko. Over in... Wait, is Bjorko Stockholm? It's when I put no. in Bjorko. It says Stockholm, Sweden. That's a lie. Bjorko is a small-ass island. Oh, that's probably why it's tell. not popping up. <laughs> yeah, Bjorko uh, is... Scenic Loki Island, known for excavating Viking era town, plus museum and other heritage sites, is what it says. Ah, uh, okay. Here we go. All right, I had to go to a different weather website. For this I got thing. you. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bjorko is God. This website's weird. Uh, it's uh fifty-four degrees. Uh, twenty-nine point nine one inches of pressure. Ten miles of visibility. Partly cloudy. Dew point 56, humidity 100%. It is humid. Uh, let's see. You've got your waxing crescent moon. You've got your 10-day, uh, which is 55 uh, low, 68 high. You got 63 on Tuesday. You got 71 Wednesday with some AM showers. You got 72 partly cloudy on Thursday. 69, nice. Light rain on Friday. 66 on Saturday with partly cloudy skies. And Sunday, it'll be partly sunny with 64 degrees. And Monday, 66, same thing. I love this town. It is, or I guess, island. It's very quaint, very, you know, it reminds me of small island, like northwestern America. Like in oh, the weird yeah. islands off the coast of uh, Washington State, you know? Yeah, I can see that. But one of the craziest things here is looking at the food on TripAdvisor. There's a bunch, like, there's this bread place that looks like an amazing bakery. There's, uh, you know, like, oh, there's a place called Lido Varshus. I don't know what that is, but it's mostly <laughs> like uh, seafood looking things. Oh, yeah. Looks pretty amazing. But then Ed's Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> and the oh, sign yeah. out front is just written in like goofy text. Ed's Burgers. Ed's Burgers. And here's the thing. Ed's Burgers looks like some burgers. I mean, that's it looks like burgers with American cheese and everything. It just It's very funny to me that it's like, Ed's Burgers. <laughs> Welcome to Sweden. Have yourself a burger from me, Ed. <laughs> I see uh, Restaurant Sarimer, unique Viking restaurant on shore. Oh. That one looks pretty neat. And they're serving Viking beer. It's like Sarimner beer. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, this that, place looks hey, cool. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now. The restaurant is Benches. 
and like uh, things to throw over your shoulders if you get cold. Yeah. I love this. It is cool. Oh yeah, and they got a uh, the food actually looks pretty good. Yeah, it's kind of like a it's certainly it looks like something a Viking would eat, except a little more green, I think. There's a lot of veggies thrown in there that I'm pretty sure would not exist in a Viking meal. Uh, I don't know. They probably, like, you know, gathered some herbs You think and they stuff cut their around. carrots up into squares? Like that? I mean, who knows how Vikings cut their carrots? <laughs> I mean, you're right. I'm no scholar of Vikings. <laughs> you're correct. I, I'm just making assumptions. I Let's don't know anything see. about the Vikings. I just typed in, did Vikings eat carrots? Vikings used old bread dough to make sourdough loaves and would use soured milk and buttermilk to enrich their breads. Vegetables and fruit were much more wild than any of our modern varieties. Carrots would have been added to the daily scouse, but they weren't orange. White carrots were the only ones available. White carrots? White I mean, I carrots. I guess that checks out. Yeah. Look at that. Not everything is L.A. The more you know. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Thank God. Yeah. I would not want everything to be so L.A. So bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's the weather. Okay, let's go to sports. Sports. Welcome to the sports desk. Oh, before I get into the sports, I wanted to mention, if you listened last week to the podcast, I think it was last week, that guy who ate all over in Michigan, uh -huh. someone tweeted uh, an article about Al Poe. It said Alpo, a.k.a. Detroit Pig Out, tried 250 different local restaurants last year. So someone wrote an article from the Detroit Detroit. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I love that for him. I love that for Detroit. I love that for all of Michigan. Yeah. That guy is. is doing the Lord's work. It. You know what? It's rare that you can get a person who's like, I've tried everything. Yeah. I can tell you what's good and what's not. That's, that's a local you know, hero. He really is. <laughs> Um, so I wanted to say that before we got into sports. Sports! Thank you. Uh, alright, so we have uh, some sports news. Uh, NFL training camp has started. I'm excited because the Detroit Lions are on the Hard Knocks show. And I love the coach of the Tr Detroit Lions. He's a literal lion. I've mentioned it before. He's just like, we gotta play hard. We gotta bite their kneecaps. That's what he says. Um, he, it's going to be great. I'm excited for this hard knocks. I wasn't last year. Last year was just the Cowboys. I'm like, I don't care. Uh, but it should be good. And then, uh, oh my God, I forgot. I forgot about this. Uh, did you see the Gardner Minshew thing? I did. I did. <laughs> so for anyone who doesn't know, Gardner Minshew has been living in his bus for the off season and is now selling it. So for the entirety of the offseason, for like spring and early summer, he's just lived in a bus. Uh, he lived in a bus. I think it was like outside of his gym. Yeah, a bus outside of a gym. He connected the <laughs> bus to the gym's electricity to power his fridge, AC, and cooking station. He used the gym's bathroom all summer and showered in the open wearing compression shorts. <laughs> I must say for the record... <laughs> I love Gardner Minshew. More and more. <laughs> more and more I love Gardner Minshew. Yeah. He what is. do you think he does with his money from, like, you know, like, what does he do with his cash? Is it all know. on booze? Do you think he's constantly drunk? What is going on there? 
He can't be saving it. I refuse to believe that my Gardner Minshew has a savings account. <laughs> <laughs> Not my guy. Yeah, there's no He's way. investing it all into crypto. He's doing something well, I mean, wacky. I don't know. <laughs> he did buy a prison bus to live in. <laughs> so that's one thing he did. He probably he, he seems like a like a guy that would just drink like Miller Lights or like that type of thing. Like Natty Ice. He probably just downs those. I mean, let's be very clear. In his post about the bus, he says, This thing is awesome, man. Equipped with energy-efficient AC unit, cooktop, and fridge. She's listed at 25K. <laughs> but more than anything, I just want to see her in a nice and loving home. <laughs> <laughs> That's my man. He's like, I don't care who buys it as long as you treat her nice, baby. That's a man. He needs to have a starting quarterback job. Someone give it to him. Right now, he's still a backup in Philadelphia. Um, and then Aaron Rodgers showed up to training camp dressed like Nick Cage from Con Air. That's true. Yep, which that is fantastic. very true. <laughs> uh, so that's been fun. Uh, and then uh, NBA, NHL still in the offseason. And then baseball, uh, we have... Oh, yeah, by the way, someone was someone asked somewhere. I don't remember where I read it. They're like, what does it mean all these teams are in first place? How do you have num numerous teams in first place? So you have divisions. So right. you have, like... The first, there's like a, there's two major divisions. You got the American League and the National League. And then those each have three divisions. You have the East, the Central, and the West. So there's like the AL East, the AL Central, the NL East, the NL Central. It's all just for like making things easier for playoff time, essentially. Uh, so like the first place winner of each of those divisions goes on to the playoffs and then there's a couple wild card teams that can be from any of the divisions that's the way it kind of works in most sports uh playoffs playoffs <laughs> talk about playoffs um so yeah that's that's pretty much how it works it sounds more complicated than it is uh but it's it's also for like scheduling purposes like you play your divisional teams more because they're closer to you so like if you're in the National League Central, you play like there's the Cubs or in Chicago and you got Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, St. Louis, Milwaukee. So like you don't have to travel as far. And then usually teams have road trips. So that's kind of yeah, the, it's kinda the idea it. of like if your team is in first place in their division, they're going to go to the playoffs. Yeah. And then in the playoffs, then it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Right? It's one of those weird things where it's like we're first place and then you get the playoffs and you lose your first round. and You're done. Yeah. None of it matters if you lose right away. It's just you just got to get in. That's all it is. Um, so you got the Yankees in first, the Twins in first, the Astros in first, the Mets in first, the Brewers in first, and the Dodgers in first. And uh, then you got the wild Everybody cards. Everybody first. <laughs> the wild card. They actually added two more wild card teams. I forgot they did that. So now it's, let's see, Blue Jays, Mariners, Rays, Guardians, and then Braves, Padres, Phillies, Cardinals. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, it used to be just two wild card teams, and now it's four. So that's that's a, that's a little a little crazy. That's uh sports. Okay. What is our fact of the day? Fact of the day. So as you might have known from the Kren minute, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Kaizo Ironmon, and I found a. I'm aware. <laughs> I found a Pokemon fact that the Pokemon Rhydon was the first to ever be created. Not Bulbasaur, not Charmander. As in designed? Yes. According to lead video game designer Ken Sugimori, 
Rhydon was the first ever Pokemon to be created by the team. So yeah, when you think of Pokemon, you think like, oh, Pikachu or Charmander, or Squirtle or all those. Nope. First ever Pokemon created? Rhydon. Rhydon. <laughs> I can't believe it was Rhydon. I mean, I it know. is kind of like a basic ass. It, it's it just is. A, it's like, just like, what if we took a Rhino and made it <laughs> kind of monsterish? Yeah, it's not that creative when you think about it. All right, I mean, it makes yeah. sense. They're probably thinking that, like, okay, it's the like pocket monsters, right? So you're like, let's just take an actual animal and then make it into it. There's like, uh, there's a few other. I think there's Kangaskhan. It's just a kangaroo, essentially. <laughs> like yeah. you can you can kind of piece together some of the ones they did first. Even Squirtle's just a turtle. Yeah, but I like Squirtle. Yeah, maybe still. <laughs> but like I like him. Squirtle. Just... <laughs> there's a difference. I like Squirtle. Uh, I see. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that's your fact of the day. All right, Crender, what is our big news story of the day? Big news story of the day. After serving 10 years in prison for robbing banks, Florida man robs same bank again days after being released. <laughs> he wanted to prove he could do it. I, I guess we'll find out. Let's see. Miami, Florida, a federal district judge in Miami, Florida, sentenced Leonard Williams last week to 81 months imprisonment for bank robbery, 57 months, and for violating his supervised release on a 2010 bank robbery case, 24 months. On November 30th, Williams began a three-year term of supervised release following a 151-month sentence for robbing banks. He left his residential reentry center to check in with his probation officer, but he never returned to the reentry center. Instead, two days later, Williams robbed two more banks. He entered Ocean Bank in downtown Miami. I gotta stop this. This is. <laughs> he entered Ocean Bank in downtown Miami, handed the bank teller a note demanding money, which read, This is a bank robbery. Give me all cash. 150, 20, 10 list. Don't make it a. Illegible, illegible writing. Uh, the, the teller told Williams she did not have any money, and when she did not comply with his demand note, Williams pointed at the note, climbed over the bank teller's counter into the teller area, and yelled that he wanted cash. Williams then took a small Ocean Bank <laughs> zippered deposit bag containing blank checks, parking validation tickets, and a USB thumb drive, before climbing back over the counter and exiting the bank with the Ocean Bank zippered bag. About an hour later, Williams entered a city bank, the same one he robbed in 2010, and used a demand note to rob $7,113 from two tellers. Uh, Juan Antonio Gonzalez, U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of Florida, and John J. Bernardo, Acting Specialist Agent in Charge, FBI Miami, announced the sentence that the U.S. District Judge Robert blah 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 blah. What do you think? Do you you would just rob a different <laughs> bank if you're gonna? I mean, was yeah. I'm trying to think. Like, was it convenience that he just went back to the same place? Did he it have something to, to prove to himself that he could get away with it? Was it a vengeance <laughs> thing, or more likely, do you think he like just? How long did he originally serve in prison? Uh, I think it said ten years, didn't it? Do you think he like after ten years? Do you think that just changes you? Where you're like, all I know is prison. Send me back. It's got is that's been like a topic of certain things, right? Yeah, I mean that's it's it's a known fact that like you become accustomed to the lifestyle of prison and the outside scary. In prison you 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 have like a strict set of rules 
and you probably could be somebody in prison, right? Like, right. oh, I'm the laundry guy, or I'm the librarian guy, or whatever. Especially after ten years. Yeah, you you're 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 like an old vet there. Yeah. And when on the outside, you're literal nobody. Yeah. And I bet that like uh, I bet that hurts, and you're like send me back. I don't know. That's really it's really messed up. Yeah. It's uh so maybe it's just like you know what. I'm just going back to that bank. Let's do it all over again. Yeah, man. I have no clue. That's It seems like it because any other way just is insane. Yeah. Any other way is just like, well, why, bro? There's a million other banks. Why that <laughs> yeah, one? yeah. Yeah, it's got to be. There's like, there's no other explanation aside from maybe he just, you know, was dumb. <laughs> or, or, or do you think he forgot? He might have forgotten which bank Do you bank think he, it was. he was it's like, possible. I forgot which bank I robbed. Oh, is this one? <laughs> oh, I robbed so much. I just forgot it was this bank. I'm so sorry. I mean, Guys, yeah. not my intention. Big misunderstanding. <laughs> it's possible, like, you know, he's been gone 10 years. Maybe That's the area's I mean, yeah. changed. Maybe the bank looks different. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's a different company now. I mean, the first bank could have been like a Wells Fargo, and now it's a Citibank. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Um, by the way, in all these like articles, there's always weird like Facebook comment things and they're all like make money online from home job. And I don't know, like these bots are all over. They're just like my last month paycheck for $11,000. All I did was simple online work from comfort at home for three, four hours a day. Uh, I got discovered from agency. I discovered over internet. They paid me for it. 95 bucks every hour for more info. Visit this link. Well, you definitely should. I'm sure that'll be fine. Oh, well, yeah. We got to click the link. Um, uh, you were about to get <laughs> viruses. In fact, one of these <laughs> I thought was a GeoCities link. And it's it kind of looks like it, but it's not. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it was, though. Uh, but just like, okay. If I was a person and I was making $11,000 a month. Why would I just go on a random website and be like, everybody, this is what I'm doing. I'm making a bunch of money. Go to this link. I'm going to teach you how. Unless I was trying to, like, you know, make money off you by, like, selling you something. I mean, yes, that is why they're doing it. Yeah. It is all pyramid schemed as shit. The idea of the people who are like, I make $11,000 at home doing nothing is absolutely because you're doing all the work. Yeah. <laughs> They're getting other people sell the stuff. They just make the profit. Mm-hmm. That's a... Get out of here. Get out of here, bots. Ay, ay, ay. Anyway, that's the big news story of the day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening and watching. However, join this podcast, Crendor. Hit him with the socials. We've got socials. YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor podcast. All one word. All the podcasts up over there. Make sure to subscribe. Hit the bell so you get notified when these podcasts go up. Also, go to YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor for all the animations. Do the same thing over there. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. We're everywhere. Almost. We're not everywhere. Uh, <laughs> also, follow us on our own things. We got YouTube.com, Jesse Cox. YouTube.com slash Crendor. Twitter, Jesse Cox. Twitter, Crendor. Facebook, Jesse Cox. Facebook, Crendor. Uh, Patreon, Jesse Cox. Patreon, Crendor. Twitch TV, Jesse Cox. Twitch TV, Crendor. Uh... TikTok, Crendor, TikTok, Jesse Cox, TikTok, uh, Instagram, TikTok, Instagram, Instagram, that's Orgus Cox, Instagram, Crendor was taken, 
and uh, probably some other stuff, but that's it. Okay. <laughs> that's it for us. We'll see y'all next time, and as always, woo, to be continued.